Sisters, four women who love Jesus and who have committed to spending time together studying the Bible and growing in friendship with each other. We love being together and we hope that you will enjoy your time with us. Hello, welcome back to the Faith Love Sisters. We are talking today um, in James 3, and this is day two if you're following along in the Insights homework. And we're going to read and talk about James 3, 3 through 8. We've been talking about um, the power of the tongue and false teachings. And we're going to kind of continue on with that here. And I will just tell you now that James lays it out straight. There is, um, you know, before he's really called people out on things, but he gets really detailed here. And um, so just know that that's coming because... It's a little bit hard sometimes to hear, but it's he just lays it straight out. So because it is, it's the truth. It is the truth, and he um, he calls it in the most truthful and direct way possible here. So okay, that's where we are. Verse uh, starting at verse three to eight. When we put bits into the mouths of horses to make them obey us, we can turn the whole animal. Or take ships as an example. Although they are so large and are driven by strong winds, they are steered by a very small rudder wherever the pilot wants to go. Likewise, the tongue is a small part of the body, but it makes great boasts. Consider what a great force is set on fire by a small spark. The tongue also is a fire, a world of evil among the parts of the body. It corrupts the whole body, sets the whole course of one's life on fire, and is itself set on fire by hell. All kinds of animals, birds, reptiles, and sea creatures are being tamed and have been tamed by mankind, but no human being can tame the tongue. It is a restless evil full of deadly poison. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, to sum up, the tongue corrupts corrupts the body and is itself set on fire by hell and is a restless evil and full of deadly poison. So... Yeah. How's that for a good picture? Yeah. Unless people be concerned that it's the thing in their mouth. We're not talking about the thing in their mouth. We're talking about (laughs) what comes out of your heart. The origin really is not that little thing flapping around in your mouth. If your fire or if your tongue is being consumed by fire, stop listening and call 911. Drink (laughs) milk. Immediately. Especially with hot peppers. Yes. (laughs) But yeah, it is. It's it's not. It's the words that we say. It's the attitude that we have. It's what comes out and comes across the tongue. Yeah, and it originates inside of our spirit. It originates mm-hmm. inside of who we are, and it originates, and is the product of what we've put in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So it's um, like that's a lot of really strong imagery mm-hmm. that James gives us there. Um, And that's kind of hard to reconcile, really. Well, I love that scripture at the very, um, what is it, in 6, where it says it corrupts the whole person. It sets the whole course of his life on fire. So really the tongue sets the course, right? The course of our whole lives. What we 
put in and let come out is going to determine what happens in our lives. I think that's, that's pretty incredible because I'm not always careful of what I say. I don't, I'm not conscious every day of every word that comes out of my mouth. Um, and I think I probably, as I've read this, it's made me think I need to be a little more conscious of that. So am I, am I bringing, am I saying things to build people up, to encourage them? Or am I not? Yeah, and that, that was the point. There's a, um, there's a quote in there from the Easton's, Easton's Bible uh, Dictionary where they're talking about set on fire by hell. And it bothered me. It said, a deep, narrow glen in the south of Jerusalem where the idolatrous Jews offer their children as sacrifices to Molech. And I just became so sad as I read that. Um, and then later, it was the common receptacle for the refuse of the city. Here the dead bodies of animals and criminals and all kinds of filth were cast and consumed by fire that was always burning. Well, when I read those scriptures, I went back to that um, to the first part of the verse where it says that the tongue can set the whole course of our lives on fire. Mm-hmm. So I don't think like those, when they were talking about those Jews that offered their children to Molech, they were Jews first. They worshiped God first. Somehow or another, the course of their life changed and brought them to the place where they would offer their children by burning them as a sacrifice to, an, to a pagan God. How did that happen? Mm-hmm. Did it maybe happen because of the culture they lived in? They saw it that happened because of the teachings that they were ingesting, that they were listening to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is one of the things that we talked about yesterday about how you have to be so careful about what you are being taught and does it line up with the teaching of God? Does it line up with your Bible? Does it lead to the cross? Mm-hmm. Because it could lead here. Because it could lead to hell, which it's an interesting analogy that James uses here because we're either going to heaven or we're going to hell. And Jesus is the difference between those two places that we end up. The end of our course is going to be one of those places. So Mm -hmm. it's very important that we understand that. And there's not a lot of teaching about that anymore. You know, we, we talk so much about grace and, and I love focusing on the grace and the goodness of God. But there is another place without Jesus and that's the course that your life will take if you don't let Jesus become your Lord and Savior. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a pretty horrible image of burning forever because that's what those refuse pits they just smoldered forever and ever and ever day after day people threw more garbage on them they just continued to smolder Um, so it's a pretty bad end Mm -hmm. a a, a pretty terrible place to end up and i think the people he was speaking to were aware of that place clearly yeah Hmm? yeah yeah it was the church in jerusalem so Mm -hmm. But none of us are ever going to be able to control our tongue without the help of the Holy Spirit. I think the the big takeaway for me in all of this scripture is 
my tongue is evil. It's, mm-hmm. it's a bad thing, and it can mm-hmm. do a lot of damage. And in my own strength, I'm never going to be able to bring it under control. But I can depend on the Holy Spirit to help me with that, and He will. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it just points us again on we've, our dependence on God. Mm-hmm. There's some things we cannot do in our own strength. We can only do with the help of the Holy Spirit. I, I love how, Angie, you say when you're about to do something, you'll hear from God, do you really want to say that? Mm-hmm. Do you really want to do that? He usually, that's almost always the way he comes to me is with a question. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he leaves a choice to me, um, but it's very clear to me in that choice, I'm going to either choose him mm-hmm. or I'm not. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think, you know, he must know I, I appreciate that he deals with me that way. Um, it's, a, it's an easy way for me. You know, of course, he speaks to everybody a little differently, but, but for me, that's the, that's, that goes right to my heart. Ooh, do I really want to do that? Do I want to choose something that's not godly or that's not focused on Jesus? It's not going to bring life. And in my heart, I, I want the words that I say or the actions that I take to bring life to people, not to bring death. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, sometimes I'll get something like, I'll start to do something, and it's like, well, I'm not in that. Mm-hmm. I hear God, you know, saying that. And I'm Say like, it that way too, yeah. But my response is often, would you like to be? I mean, it's like, <laughs> <laughs> I will argue with it, you know? And as I've matured in Christ, I'm sorry, it's just a different walk. It still mm-hmm. happens, right? Mm-hmm. But it's like, but... I know I'd try to negotiate. Well, how could you be in it? Well, what if we did this? What if we, and I waste a lot of time trying to get my way. And, and then um, as I've matured, I use it more like you, Angie. It's like, oh, this is a check. Let's hold up. Let's just, just see what it is. Just right. See, my dad was a Marine, so <laughs> I don't try and negotiate much with God. When, yeah. I, when I feel like he said something, it's like, yes, sir. <laughs> mm-hmm. But honestly, so as I've matured, I've become more like yours. I don't think about it now because my identity is someone who listens to Christ now. Back in the beginning, that was not my identity. That's not who I was. I was a master negotiator and I negotiate myself into a pit, honestly. Mm. I would. And then, but what was so gracious of God is he was always there like, you want to come out now? You know, it'd be like, he'd be at the edge of the pit going, here we go. And then he'd just be there to help me out. Um, and I could learn from it, but I'll be honest. But to say is the more I've become like Angie in terms of not thinking about it, going, oh, just recognizing, oh, God, no God. Oh, I want God. That's what I want. Bottom line is I want God. Um, I have a lot more rest, not as much fight. Yeah. You know, so. Well, there is... Um... There's a a quote in the Insights homework, and it's by Chuck Swindoll, and he says, human beings on their own do not have the ability to keep their tongues in check. But if you know Christ personally, God's power through the Holy Spirit's presence can transform your heart and take full control of the tongue. As Christ said regarding another impossibility, when people, with people, this is impossible, but with God, all things are possible. Mm -hmm. So... Like Rosemary, as you have matured and you have taken on that personality of Christ and you have grown in that personal relationship with him, then that's how that's kind of checked for you. And mm-hmm. like Angie, you were saying, it's all through the Holy Spirit. 
yeah. you know, because with him, it is possible, but without it's impossible. It's impossible. There was one place where they, where James calls it a restless evil, mm-hmm. right? Full of de- mm-hmm. deadly poison. Um, another translation of that word that they've translated restless would be unstable. Mm-hmm. Mm. So we know that one of the things that the Holy Spirit brings to us is um, soundness, a sound mind, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so, and, and Jesus said, you know, he's a, he's a rock, right? We are, we're on a rock. We are settled on a solid rock. So we're not unstable or restless as Christians, we are very stable and at peace as Christians. Mm-hmm. Um, so sometimes I think it, it's good to remind ourselves, you know, who am I in Christ? How am I in Christ? What are, what are some characteristics that I have because the Holy Spirit lives in me? Well, I have patience, I have peace, I have kindness, I have goodness. I have self-control. Um, sometimes just that to remind ourselves of what God has said about us is very important, I think. Um, so when I read those scriptures and it says, my tongue is a restless evil, I say, well, wait a minute, it could be, Mm -hmm. but, but I'm not restless and I'm not evil now because I'm the Holy Spirit living in me and he is conforming me to the image of Jesus and he is helping me to develop in the fruit of the spirit. And so that's a good warning. That's what I could be, but that is not what I want to be, um, and not what God wants me to be. So it kind of helps me to have a picture um, when I read verses like that. I mean, that's very, for me, that was like, like the scripture about the fires of hell. That was very vivid, and it evoked an image. So this one does for me, too, that restless, um, full of deadly poison. That, that evoked a pretty strong image for me. They they had some more proverbs in here in that part you were talking about um, proverbs eighteen, but I picked up twenty and twenty one, and so proverbs twenty says a person's belly will be filled with the fruit of his mouth, with what his lips produce he will be filled, and the tongue has power over life and death. Those who indulge it must eat its fruits. But I think that also goes to what you're saying: if you don't indulge it. Mm-hmm. If you look to the Holy Spirit, you'll eat those fruits too. You know? Well, there's a, um, a, a quote in here by David Guzik that says, What others say to us and what we say to others can last a long time for good or for evil. The casual, sarcastic, or critical remark can inflict a lasting injury in another person. The well timed encouragement or compliment can inspire someone for the rest of their life. I mean, our words are so important. They can, they can build someone up. They can tear it down, tear someone down. And the same works for us. So, um, you know, God says to us that don't say anything that doesn't encourage another person. So that's just something to think about. How, how, work, how strong your words are, how powerful. I, I think in general, as Christians, we'll, we'll choose that talk. We'll be at that talk. We'll encourage others. We want to lift each other's edifying words are the words we want to use. What I notice for me is when my talk, that's a good cue for me that something's off. When I want to start saying things that aren't Christian, that is one of the first cues I get. By the way, to myself too, 
my self-talk mm-hmm. needs to be edifying. My self-talk needs to be pointed towards God, right? But when all of a sudden I have this other thing going on, I know I'm angry about something. I know I'm scared. I know I'm frustrated. I can't trust God. Believe I can't trust God. You know, that's what's stirring down way down deep. And if I start listening to myself talk, that's going to let me know what's going on. And what I have to do at that point is turn to God and say, show me. Show me what I need to do. Show me what's going on. Show me what's off. Because this isn't who I am. As a Christian, I'm someone who edifies others. As a Christian, I want to be all about Christ. I want to share who He is. And if I all of a sudden start hearing that in my self-talk, whether it's even past my lips or not, it's like that's a guard for me. If I start listening to my self-talk, then I need to go before God because something is off. Christ in me doesn't talk bad. No Christ in talk. me, right, right. <laughs> mm-hmm. now, now, there was something about being verbose. Christ in me could be pretty pretty talkative, but <laughs> I don't know about that. I'm wrestling with that one a little bit, but it, it, um, Christ living in me has that positive edifying talk. So if all of a sudden that other stuff, then someone else is in me, or I'm paying attention to someone else's talk and I need to check what's happening here. And by the way, I don't have to fix that. That's called sin. I have this thing I keep saying to myself, sin is sin, treat it as such. Mm-hmm. In other words, I'm not going to fix that. Jesus in me will fix that. All I have to do is the repent, which is turn away from what I'm doing and ask God to change that within me. And he will. Sometimes he will through different challenges. <laughs> it's okay. I can keep, as long as I'm walking with him, I can go, oh, ooh, 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 I see what I was doing. I was letting that in and that's just not who we do. That's not what I'm going to do. So that's all I have, ladies. That, I, that was it. Well, that's good. That's good. Yeah. I, I, I love that scripture in Proverbs that says, you know, that um, if there are a lot of words, there's a lot of opportunity for sin. Oh, that's why I have to be mm-hmm. careful. You're right. Yeah. yeah. But, but you know that's what? We true. live in an age where we watch you know, the news on the TV is 24-7. So the news, it's all commentary. Um, and look at how that has stirred our country up. Mm-hmm. All that talk, most of it is not edifying at all. Right. Look at the division that it has sown. Mm-hmm. And that's, I think that that's a good example for us personally. If I let myself just talk and talk and talk and talk, I can sow that same kind of discord and disharmony. Um, not necessarily on purpose, but just that, the more words you speak, the more opportunity there is for that. Thank you, Angie. That was actually <laughs> really helpful. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it just to point out that thing, like when you're talking about the country, we see that. Mm-hmm. We can see that within our families. Yeah. And then we mm-hmm. can see that within ourselves. Mm-hmm. You know, if I'm yapping at myself over and over and over, it's like, stop. Yeah. Let's just meditate on a prayer for a little while and slow that brain down a little bit. See what's going on. That's, that's helpful. A, that's a great thing to replace those thoughts with when you see that happening that constant that verbosity is that the verbosity, way you would yep. pronounce it too many words going on in my head mm-hmm. then what's the remedy for that you're right it's to stop and find a scripture and put that in there get your focus back on jesus 
my sister has a really good um, way of calming that down. Be still and know that I am God. Oh, yeah. And so she'll say that scripture, and then she'll say, be. What does God mean to be? What is he telling me about be? And just sit with be for a while. And then when it's time, be still. Oh, what does be still mean? So then be still and, so there's another step to this. Right, so she just kind of takes it one word at a time and takes it in. I like that. I do too. It's been very helpful for me. Thank you, Maureen. (laughs) Just make sure you don't say that out loud to other people. Be still and know that I am God. And know that I am God. Yeah. (laughs) I could be. I've used it with my kids, let me tell you. (laughs) It doesn't work. (laughs) I do, I I do, I have said be still and know that I am mom and that's the deal. <laughs> that's good. Yeah. 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 So well, this particular passage, um, there's not a lot of encouragement in it, really. You know, I, if you just read the verses and you don't stop to think about what the remedy is, if you don't stop to think about, okay, this is where Jesus comes in. This is where that relationship comes in. And this is where that grace comes in. Um, I mean, flames of hell, baby. Yeah. Right. That's, mm-hmm. that's exactly right. But and, and none of us starts out wanting that. Yeah. It's just that if, if we don't have him, then that's where it ends up. Ultimately, I think it can be a blessing, though, in a good thing. Right. Mm-hmm. It's because it likes, whoa, slow down, little lady. What are you doing here? You know, it's like, I need that check. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I need we need that. to be pulled up short. <laughs> right. And then <laughs> know the that base. it's bad. Right. Yeah. 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 And, think and the that's positive the thing about it is that all this can show us what we don't want to do, mm-hmm. what we don't want to have happen, how we don't want to let that get out of control. And that, that is a positive thing to, mm-hmm. to get us to think, okay, don't want to do that. This is how Jesus does it. That's how I want to do it. Yeah. A little bit of a gut check. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, there's nothing wrong with a little discipline and a little correction. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I know nobody pat smacks on the hand or paddles anymore. I know that's not what mm-hmm. people do, but, but just a little smack every now and then to say, hey, none of that bad talk. Yeah, mm-hmm. not a bad thing. And I kind of mm-hmm. feel like that's what this is in James. Just a little bit of a paddle, whack. Hey, watch what you're saying. Because mm-hmm. that's really important. In particular, too, the spark, the fire. To yeah. me, it's like it can do tremendous damage, take out an entire forest. Mm-hmm. It's damaged. You don't yeah. undamage. You no, don't unsay things. How many years does it take for a forest to regrow? Right. More than a lifetime. So you can destroy someone's life with your words. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's very important that we, that we learn to let the Holy Spirit um, work on us, work on our words, work on what's in our heart and what comes out of our mouth. Mm-hmm. That little spark that has the power to destroy when contained and used the right way has the power to give life. Yeah, mm-hmm. and has the power to show light. Mm-hmm. So that's the the good side of it too. Yeah. Is that yeah. we because that spark will always be there, always be there. But how are we going to use it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So 
Good, good. All right. Well, how about I close this out today? Sounds good. Oh, Jesus. Um, thank you for these words. Um, thank you for being the light for us, Lord. And um, thank you for the Holy Spirit who will come with us and help us to tame our tongues, Lord, um, that what is impossible on our own is made possible through you. God, I just pray that we would have that gut check, that we would be aware of the way that we use our words, um, a way, aware of the way that we use our influence, God, and that we would use those to um, shine light for you, to encourage others, Lord, that we would not um, let our tongues be out of control and would not um, set the flames going through the forest, Lord, that we would just keep that spark in check. Um, God, and only through your power are we able to do that. Um, I thank you for um, the gift of the Holy Spirit that will um, help us with that gut check and help us um, with that control, God, um, because without you, it's impossible. And I just thank you for the words of James and how direct they are and how he does not mince words, Lord. He just lays it right out. Um, and that's what we need sometimes. So I thank you for that and for the provision of the Bible. Um, even now, thousands of years later, that we are able to sit and talk about it and meditate on it, Lord, um, and just gain your wisdom. I pray that we would take this wisdom and that we would um, serve you well in this upcoming week. Ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Amen.